0: Hi, it's really great to have you with us. I'm Rob Porter, My wife Heather and I have the amazing privilege of being the Senior Pastors at Kingdom Culture Church in Burpengary, Queensland. We have an incredible preaching team and I hope that this message will encourage and bless you as you listen. To all the guys in the house we're dads and um, we're just going to spend a few minutes um, opening this up. We've we've um, said that this is an impartation service and what we mean by that is we really want to see the Holy Spirit move in this place. Minister to our men. Thank you, Worship Man. You're amazing and you're going to keep going. I know. I don't want to confuse you. Um, so one thing we do love in this house is the Holy Spirit. And we're very aware this morning that without him, it's really all about nothing. It matters nothing. And. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. We welcome your presence. Come and do what only you can do. Lord, we can prophesy. We can uh, get amongst it. We can do all those things. But God, we need you. We need you to move. Lord, I do believe that you're moving on the, on the hearts of men and women. But men today's particularly, God, you're raising up fathers in this house. Lord, you're raising up men that will father. Lord, that whether they be 20 or 70, God, men that will father, that would live outside themselves Lord, and live for your kingdom, that would live for kingdom come. Lord, not for anything less, not for what they want, not for building our own kingdom, but for kingdom come. And everyone said, amen, amen. So a guy has just finished a round of golf and he did really well. I hate golf, but anyway, he did really well. He's in the changing room surrounded by his friends and the phone rings and he picks it up. And there's, on on the end, hello, darling, are you at the club? And he says, yes, I am, my love. I just won my round. And knowing he's in a great mood, she says, well, darling, I just saw this Gucci bag. I've had my eye on sale. Please, can I get it? And he says, sure thing, sweet cakes. And then she said, and darling, I um, passed the Mercedes dealership and they've got that sports model, the one we really love, on sale as well. It's reduced to 200,000. And he says, "Well, sure. Just make sure it's got all the extras—the leather seats, the heated seats, everything." And she says, "Okay, darling, I'll, I'll get it." And he says, "Actually, darling, I'm—I'm I'm calling from the real estate. You know, we've been looking at that an amazing place that backs onto the golf course. Well, their contract's fallen through, and they're offering it for far less than the agreed." price that they wanted is now two million. And he says, wow. He goes, and he can really barely contain his excitement. He says, is that the one with the tennis court, the hot tub and the helicopter pad? And she says, yes, darling. He said, buy it, buy it, buy it. Love you. And he hangs up. Well, his friends are standing around staring at him. He goes, you're an amazing husband and father. And he says, I don't know about that. Anyone know whose phone this is? So, he's, when I was preparing for this morning, I just felt again that phrase, he's a father to the fatherless. Yes. Um, the very best thing I've ever done was marry Heather. Oh, yes. And that remains true. The best, most incredible thing I think I've ever done was to adopt Fred and Gabby. Yes. And um, both of you have helped to restore to me how fathering should look. And that's a gift. It's a real gift. It's not perfection, um, but you've kindly allowed me to practise on you. And sometimes I've got it horribly wrong, and other times I've got it gloriously right, but you've allowed me to father you. And us allowing him the Father, to father us is hugely important. Mm -hmm. Because He's offering to Father, but He can't father us unless we want to be fathered. That's what Jesus modelled on the earth, that He was fathered by the Father. My dad was absent. My my natural dad was an absent dad. Uh, He was around, but he was very busy doing other things, his work, um, and so on. My dad was absent but my heavenly father has never been. Yeah. Even when I didn't know him. Yeah. Even when I didn't know him. And I've, I've spent my life, because that really sums up my life, being fathered by God. I've spent my life running into God with an amazing woman at my side. But my dad was an absent dad. And by that I mean he was around, but he wasn't really with us. Which was one uh, step better than his experience, I guess, because his dad was left when he was very young. And my dad's experience was that his mother took many lovers and never had a long-term relationship after that. You know, experience is a hard thing to navigate because... It can shape who you are because you most probably don't know any different. So what you've experienced, you tend to go, well, this is the only way it is. You know, I had a, um, we had a house, obviously, lived in the house. My dad was a prison officer, a warden. And um, we had this house, and we had this house called, we, we had this spare room, and it was called the other room. So we used to put all the junk in the other room it wasn't until later on in life I realised that there wasn't such a thing as a dining room and a kitchen and a lounge and another room nobody else called it that but I thought it was the label my experience was dictating what I thought was a reality and this is so important on Father's Day for us to realise that actually our experience doesn't have to dictate our reality now really really important you know um, It can shape us. And really, the reality is that what you are experiencing is probably what you're experiencing now is the one that you're most comfortable in. There was a hushed silence. In fact, you're living in the experience you're living in because you're comfortable with it. And whether that's good or bad, that's for you to decide. But the Holy Spirit continually stirs us up. It says, hey, there is more, there is better, there's good days ahead. There's much more than this. Or he's saying, no, live in this and be excited by this experience. But we need to understand we have as much or as little of God as we want. We have as much fathering or as little fathering of God as we want. And we have as much Holy Spirit as we want. It isn't a case of oh, it breaks out on a Sunday, kind of the terms that we use around church. But actually, the truth is we have as much as we want. What Rachel has experienced over this last this bit is something I just want her to live in the river. Yeah. Now, um, spotlight again. Um, sorry to do that to you, Rachel, but it's true. I want, I want what she's got, but I also want her to have what she's got. Yeah. In ever increasing. Because Jesus didn't say out of your belly would flow, yeah, a bit of a trickle every now and then. He said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. So my experience of my dad actually needs to be dictated by my experience with my heavenly father. It's really, really important. So you may long for stability in marriage and parenting and home life, but your experience hasn't given you anything of great value that will stop you repeating the sins of your father. I've always found giving my testimony around my childish experiences Um, It needs a certain skill. Because I fully believe when Jesus said, honour your father and your mother, he meant it. God said it, you know, the uh, the commandments. But actually when Jesus says it, it kind of adds a weight to it. Because he was um, immortal flesh like we are. And Jesus says, honour your father and your mother. rich man comes to Jesus in Matthew 19 asks him what good deed must he do to have eternal life don't murder don't commit adultery don't steal don't lie honour your mum and dad and love your neighbours yourself that word honour honour your mother and your father means to fix the value and stick with it counted as precious now we're not to sit in judgment of our parents actually all I have to do is honour them I'm fully aware across a church like this we're going to have abuse situations we're going to have physical abuse situations of course we're not saying get involved in that relationship again you need to hear the Holy Spirit you need to listen to your husband wife, family, whatever I don't know your circumstances what I do know when he said honour your mother and your father he meant honour your mother and your father he meant actually value them not I will put a value on you because you did this but actually honour them value them count them as amazing uh, it's really important because that scripture um, is also uh, really balanced with Corinthians 13 where it says without love we are bankrupt yeah. so it's not just a case of honouring them actually you are to love them a- as believers what's one of the gifts and the fruit of the, what's one of the fruit of the spirit is love in fact it's the first one so we need to stop take, letting ourselves off the hook. You actually need to turn your hate into love. Yeah. You need to turn your disgust into love. You need to turn, allow the Holy Spirit to turn whatever you're feeling into a love for your parents, yeah. for your father. This is really important stuff. Yeah. Because we do let ourselves off the hook. We go, I will just allow this. But we allow the Holy Spirit. There's time and all of that. It says, love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. And that's including absent mothers and fathers. Don't keep score. It says, love doesn't keep score yeah. of the sins of others. Yeah. Always looks for the best. Yeah. Looks back. Never looks back, but keeps going to the end. You know, it's truly wonderful to have had an amazing father. Isn't that right? Yeah. There's people in here have had amazing fathers, I hope. Yeah. Are there any? Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Great. So it's wonderful to have had an amazing father. It's challenging to not have had an amazing father, but neither experience can replace the need yeah. to be fathered by God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't spend your whole life being defined by what you did or didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. So our experience could well be of somewhat less of a perfect father and that could be a chunk of people in this room. But that also means that there is a great hope and a great comfort today because the psalmist tells us this in five different psalms. He helps the fatherless. God helps the father. Excuse me, is there anyone alive in here today? Yes. He helps the fatherless. Thank you. He defends the fatherless. He judges in favour of the fatherless. He supports and brings l- relief to the fatherless. And the final one, he's a father to the fatherless. My parents married in 1943. My mum was a war bride. Dad was on leave for the, from the army. He came home for the weekend. They got married at 18. Um, he was on the front. He was fighting in Dunkirk. My dad was unfaithful to my mum many, many times, and I guess maybe he modelled his life on what he knew, which was his mother and his father. I do know that it was very frightening and a dark place very often for me and my brothers and sister. I ran away often, not far. I used to go across the road to a tree and sit at the top of the tree for a few hours and just contemplate life. Um, I needed to get away from the sadness and violence and um, lack of hope that just pervaded the family home yeah. and um, nobody ever knew I'd gone, it was just one of the, you know in the kids mind you're like I'm away for hours, it was like 20 minutes, but surprisingly though my parents' marriage lasted for 34 years. Uh, mainly because my mum believed in her wedding vows and she continued to love my dad. Actually loved him until the day she died, even though she did remarry. Uh, When we became Christians, she finally uh, managed to find the courage to break free, free of the physical and psychological abuse, and she left him. She remarried a beautiful Christian man named Bill, and they were married for about 20 years. She lived on this beautiful little island which was 14 kilometres by 5 kilometres called Guernsey, surrounded by beautiful countryside and flowers and beautiful beaches. So she ended life really well. She was well-loved and she was married to a man who loved her and she loved him. I've got very few memories of my dad. Um, Most are just fairly neutral. Some of them aren't great, but some of them are very neutral. But a beautiful one that that I have is that I would go and meet him At the prison gates and he would come through the prison gates and he would be smiling and i would run up to dad and then he would laugh and swing me up onto his shoulders and we would walk home and i can remember feeling like on top of the world you know when you're sitting on your dad's shoulders it's like oh, there's nothing like this and i remember i would look at the shadow like this you probably can't see it but there's a shadow here and it just seemed so long and to a kid that was like Wow, I'm so tall and big. I'm on my dad's show. Nothing, nothing. Anything was possible. And I began to think about that because we cast a long shadow together. Yeah. When we're safe in the arms of the Father, we cast a long shadow together. It's said of Peter in the book of Acts that people would line the streets with the sick the mentally ill, the abused, and they were in the hope that his shadow would touch them and they'd be healed. Now that tells us that at some point someone had noticed that when Peter walked by and his shadow, they were healed because they were now expectant of that to happen. But what this means is, and the point and context of Father's Day is that our, that our shadow Always releases what overshadows us. At 13, I confess I didn't fully understand what I was doing when Jesus found me, but I'm so glad He did. I surrendered my life to Him, but I do know that it shifted my life away from living like an orphan, not being fathered, and being fatherless. And then what happened was I came under the shadow of a good, good father. And now my children come under the shadow of a good, good father, a heavenly father. But that father overshadows me and releases the goodness of God to my children and my marriage. And that is what we want, I believe, as parents and as fathers, as mothers here today. And now I'm living purposefully. And this is so important. I'm purposefully fathered by the father. He offers it to me, but I have to run into it. I spent my life aware of that, stirred up, making myself alive to that truth that I need to be fathered by a heavenly father. And, and, you know, even though I was the way my father fathered me, left me pretty dead and numb and fearful inside in some areas. The scripture says if the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken make alive the dead numb areas in our life and I believe that for this morning that God has got that for us and we were just singing about catch me up in your story and this is why the relationship with the Holy Spirit is so important because he's a person not a power he's intimate not a force And I love all the analogies around Star Wars and all of that. But we need to realise he's not the force. He's a person of the Holy Spirit. And I believe our church is moving into an understanding, a fresh understanding. He's a person, not a power. He's a person with power. He's a person that wants to be in relationship. Otherwise, we delegate Sundays to encounter the rest of the week doing what we like. But he's the person of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit want to do? Is bring us into encounter that leads us into relationship with the Father. Why? Because otherwise this is just a one-night stand, not a relationship. So moving into relationship with the Father and allowing him to actually access all areas... What's He want to do? The Holy Spirit wants to move in fire, power and fire. He wants to burn up the junk in our lives. Yeah, right. He wants to be the dove, the symbol of the Holy Spirit, the peace. I want to tell you, I've been filled with peace every day of my life when I've wanted to be, when I stop, when I listen, when I allow Him to father me. Three, we receive the Holy Spirit of adoption. That's right. And This is so important. Yeah because unless we do we're not those ones crying Abba Father but this morning he wants to touch us those who feel separate from the Father and rejoin them so that we can say Abba Father because we have the full rights of the Son for he causes us to know God's love Romans 5 verse 5 says God's love is poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit the Father's love poured into us he feels we can feel his pleasure through the Holy Spirit. I was out uh, walking this week, just worshiping, and I was actually just being fairly silent uh, when I was in that moment, and I could feel his pleasure. There's a great line in that Chariots of Fire movie he said, When he runs, he could feel the pleasure of the Lord, the smile of God. Yes. We all need to encounter that afresh, that he's a good, good father and that He loves us and He wants us. Today, you know, we're going to pray for fathers and men. I know that in 2023, God's been stirring up some things in my heart regarding the men of the house and what He's going to do afresh. I believe God is, is not just calling us to, but actually causing us to arise as men in the house, as fathers in the house, fathers in our families, husbands in our families, being great sons to parents who might not know Him. Really, really important. Thank Actually, you, yeah, God. Let's um, it up. Thank I you. I want chances. to be able to, yes. everybody who <laughs> has. Maybe your past, you your parents, yeah. their story wasn't the best and yeah. you don't want to take that story into your life. Yeah. I want to, we're not going to be able to pray for Very you all good. individually, individually, but I'd love you to yeah. come forward and let's just impart to you that your story is God's story. Your yeah. story is what God has for you. Yeah. Your parents' story does not have he to said, be your, your about story. About whatever, whatever uh, part, and so the new life part. that you start today, the new yeah. path that you walk in today, we want to have an impartation. If there's anyone and you you just don't want to take something of what your parents life what you saw how you were brought up with just come forward and let's just pray a new day for you a new story for you and you release over you your inheritance belongs to the father you are his child called by the father beloved accepted in the father amen let's yeah. sing together as well guys amen. thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's message our hope is that you have a personal relationship with jesus christ If not, we'd like to invite you to begin your journey with him today. When we read scripture, we see that sin separates us from God, but that our relationship with God is restored by salvation through Jesus Christ. This happens because God gave Jesus his son to die in our place, to deal with the sin problem, and he rose again so that we can have eternal life with him if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, we can know salvation today. If you're ready to do that and turn from a life of sin, then pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time today, we would love to know and reach out to you and support you. so please contact us at hello at Church.com.au